Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. We just celebrated four years of this radio show. Like, oh my fucking God, how does it get any more magical than that? Over 200 shows that you can go and listen to anytime. Um, I I mean, I couldn't have imagined I could talk that much. And, you know, for for some of you who've been listening that long, I, you know, really give a big, huge, energetic hug to each and every one of you. Uh, And you you may notice that the first few months I interviewed people and then I changed that because it wasn't fun for me. I'm not a good interviewer. I'm a great talker. So um, the, the last, you know, I guess three and a half years or more has all just been me talking and and I get so much feedback of people who are so grateful for that and I am too I have this I don't know what you would call it um, I'm gonna say capacity with sound mm, I don't always see it as that but I do have a capacity with sound that um changes and fluctuations especially when people are interviewing people on radio shows um is difficult for me to listen to because often one is higher than the other and and that capacity with sound and I'm putting that in air quotes because I don't often view it as that I view it more as a um, something's wrong with me that sound can you know impact me so much but it's not and so I thank you I thank you for for listening in and for uh, being a part of this awesomeness even if you only listen once in a while or if you only just started I'm so so grateful thank you thank you thank you and to let you know we we have got some big changes coming up. Like everything in my business world is getting uh, a rebrand. So everything will be the same. So right now I have, you know, a web page that's about Glenice Hughes, the business rock star. I've got one for the living in the magic of possibilities. I've got, of course, the Voice America. Everything will be the same. And I'm so excited. I got photos done last week. <gasps> oh my God. I, oh, oh, they're so beautiful. Anyway, so just so you're on, on the ready, uh, it will be the same time, the same place. You don't have to worry about that. It's not, you won't have to go searching. Um, I'll keep you updated uh, and everything, but it will, everything's getting uh, a rebrand and I'm just thrilled. My business has been asking for a while and yeah. So enough about me talking on and on and on. Today's show is three ways to stop decaying the future you are asking for. And everything that brings up, we destroyed and created all right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, shorts, boys, and beyond. So that is the access consciousness clearing statement. And it basically just clears the the judgment, the harshness, the the ick, the heaviness, the whatever it is that might have come up for you when I even read the title, like decaying the future you're asking for. That has a lot of energy on it. So the reason I run that clearing is to clear that so that you can have space with it. Um, and so if you want more information about the clearing statement, you can go to theclearingstatement.com for that on how it works. And basically, this title is based off actually a question that Dane here, who's one of the co-founders of Access Consciousness, uh, started asking a while ago, and I've, I've adopted it. I absolutely love it. And it's basically, you know, if you're looking at a choice, you know, let's say you're looking at taking a family vacation to wherever, Mexico, Hawaii, whatever, it doesn't matter. So, you know, truth, would this create the future I desire? truth would this decay the future I desire and then you just start following the lightness of what it's going to create and so often my sweet friends it doesn't make sense like it doesn't make sense I tell you I have um 
So Dane offers a, a class that's called the Maestro class. And I have taken, this year will be the third Maestro class. I've taken every one. And even in the very first year, it didn't make sense to me. Like it was 2015, I I didn't really get kind of the the energetics. I mean, I've, I've taken all the classes and all that stuff, but there was still kind of an element missing for me. But it was absolutely like, I don't think I could have said no to that class if I wanted to. And so, and I even, I even said that today and I was like, I don't even know like what, what this is about, but here I am kind of. Uh, and of course that's often we don't, but it was just so light to go. Now this year, this is the third year and I basically have known since last year, although of course awareness can change and I'm willing to follow that, that I would not be in person this year at the Maestro class. Now that has, I have allowed that to create some crazy in my world like never before. <laughs> because that doesn't make sense to me. It absolutely doesn't make sense to me. And yet it's so heavy. I still, and we're, I don't know, I would have to leave in five days, I think six days maybe, uh, at the time of this is being recorded. I would have to leave in at least six days to get there. Um, <laughs> and I'm still looking at flights and it's still heavy. And it's so freaking funny to me. But there is that logic of I need to be there. I have to be there. This is, you know, maestros only get to do this once a year, this class. So I should be there, but it's not, it's a no. Now, what occurred a few months ago, well, probably six months ago, was my nephew and his um, wife-to-be were looking at dates for their wedding. So it was kind of like, oh, you know what? They're going to get married on that date. Like, that's what's going to happen. And I, you know, being there for the wedding is is really something I would love to be. So I was kind of like, you know, reasoning and justifying the lightness of of taking the class by audio. And, and Dane doesn't allow that for everybody. I did have to get special permission from him. And so just so you know, that's not an option, an open option. It is something that is, you know, specific. So, you know, look at, so I kind of went to that conclusion, like, oh, that's going to happen. And, and it was like, no, actually, they changed it for the week after. Now, we do have some family things the weekend before. That would be the Maestro weekend. So, so yes, definitely. And yet, I know it's not just that. I know it's not. I know that it's just not for me to be there in person in this 10 seconds. Honestly, I do continue to ask, but it's like that willingness to see, and I'm, I'm willing to see that I'm crazy. Like I'm willing to go, okay, that's interesting that I'm checking flights, even though it would actually decay the future that I would like. So I'm still willing to look, but I also won't override that because I have overrode that so many freaking times that I know now when it is going to decay the future that I would like, choosing it is going to decay the future I would like. So that seems absolutely ridiculous. So, so one of the ways <laughs> to stop decaying the future that you would like is to actually be willing to be aware of the future you would like. Now, I am not asking you to see the future you would like. Now, this is a big thing. If, if you've ever done any metaphysics, friends, listen to this closely, okay? Because again, if you know my history, you know that I did metaphysics for many years. So I often operated off of what it looks like. And I would create something once I saw it. That is such a limitation. You can create that way. You can choose that way. But it's not actually utilizing all of the infinite awareness you truly be. Often people will ask the question, what would, um, so this is another way of asking the decaying question. You've probably heard me say this one way more because it's the one I still use and, and now use in conjunction with the decaying one. But, you know, truth, what would the planet be like in five years if I choose blank truth what would the planet be like in five years if I don't choose blank so it's basically the same you're 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 asking somewhat of the same question but but it's still worth asking both of them I say uh, and so often people will say truth what would the planet look like in five years if I choose blank and truth what would the planet look like in five years if I don't choose blank stop saying look my sweet friends 
okay? And maybe you didn't do metaphysics, but somewhere along the way you just picked up that wording, stop. Because <laughs> what you're doing is you're actually limiting your awareness. What you want to ask is truth. What would the planet be like if I choose this? What would the tr- truth of the planet be like in five years if I choose this? And truth of the planet be like in five years if I don't? Stop looking for your future. Stop creating from what you can see because you have to limit. You can only see what you've experienced other people choosing or you've chose. But if you start operating from the energy of it, then truly anything is possible. So everything that brings up, we get destroyed and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, beyonds. And I just realized I kept saying, stop that. You know what? Follow the energy for yourself. Don't listen to me. Just check in. Check in what creates more. Does it create more to ask what things look like? Or does it create more to ask what it might be like? Just use your awareness. So I apologize for saying stop. Um, I just know I had to be that for me. I had to be that energy of no, no more. Because yes, I can create that way. You likely can too. And it's not an energy of what else is possible. That's an energy of I'll create what this reality has shown me as possible. And sweet friends, what this reality has shown you as possible and what is truly possible is so, (laughs) so different. Like, I don't even have words for how different that is. So the more that we're willing to be aware of what we're aware of, (laughs) well, not really, but the more that we're willing to be aware of what else is possible, but not from conclusion, not from decision, not from seeing it, but just from the energetics of it. Yeah. So anything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, beyonds. And then be in question, universe. Give me the energy of what the future could be like. Universe, if I was operating as the infinite being I truly be all the time, give me the energy of what my future could be like. Yeah. And you can choose it too. Like, again, staying out of specifics, the energy of what you'd like your life to be like. Like, get that right now. Just close your eyes if it's safe to do so. If you're not driving or operating equipment or anything, just close your eyes. And get a sense of what you would like your life to be like. And just allow it energetically. So perceive it more than see it. Just perceive it. Just perceive the energy. Oh, gosh, for me, there's this space, there's this joy, there's this ease, (laughs) like ease. Oh, gosh, yeah. And then you can even ask, universe, assist me to intensify that. Like, allow me to, to perceive, know, be, and receive it on every level. Yeah, and any barriers that I have up to it, to perceiving, knowing, being, receiving it all right now, Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. All levels, layers, lifetimes, universes. Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So the first way to stop decaying your future is to be aware of the energy of what you'd like the future to be like. You know, and, and right now, again, as most of you know, uh, we're in the process of selling our acreage and, and buying a, a different one. And so it's, it, it is a bit of a, I'm going to say a bit of a dance with asking for what I'd like with no conclusion. You know, like to me, I, I have much more success in, with regards to creating beyond my wildest dreams, to, to creating, you know, the, with the energy of what else is possible, if I leave it really open. Like, yes, what would it take for our acreage to sell above asking price? Like, what would that take? Like, that, that, there's, there's nothing wrong with asking that as long as you are really aware of where you're at energetically when you ask it. Because if I ask it from conclusion, then what I'm doing is I'm limiting. 
and and it's it, to me it's just an energetic awareness because we can we could all ask that question and we will probably all perceive something different when we ask it so for some of us we might ask it from a conclusion so there feels like a denseness which then there's usually a lot of judgment and a lot of, you know, we actually put up energetic barriers to people even buying the place. Or let's say somebody does come in, but it's not above asking. And it would actually create the future I desire to sell it to that person at that price. And the house and acreage are asking for that. But if I have been asking from conclusion that it must, you know, that, you know, what would it take for it to sell above asking, then I wouldn't be aware of what's actually possible in that moment when an offer comes in less. Yeah. So everywhere you're asking for what you'd like from conclusion Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Return to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because you can, you can ask. And so I only ask when I'm aware that what I'm asking for is from the space of possibilities. So I wouldn't ask that question about, you know, selling for more than it's listed at if I knew that I was adding the energy of conclusion or it has to or like some sort of a judgment or, or harshness to it, because I know that would actually decay the future I desire, because that's only going to limit my awareness around the whole thing, you know. So it's really, and it's also being willing to be aware of those judgments or conclusions, you know, it, like in terms of, um, let's say I had the conclusion that, or the judgment or whatever, I guess they're both the same, that the, the acreage was listed too low, Okay, so then when I'm asking for it to sell above asking price, it's done from that conclusion. And then again, I set myself up to totally mess up, not mess up, but um, not create ease, joy and glory with the sale. Whereas if you listen to last week's show, you know, does the money, is it ever about the money? Uh, you know that it actually, like, <laughs> when I really looked at it, it actually doesn't matter what it sells for, except that in order for me to go and us to go buy the acreage we'd like, that's the only thing that it matters. Like, really, it doesn't matter. If we found an acreage that we loved for $300,000 and, and, then it wouldn't, this house could have a very different price. We could say yes to a very different price. And I mean, so far, we haven't seen any, I mean, we haven't even looked at houses because kind of 700,000 and above is what we're looking at for what we would like. But I'm also really open to the possibilities for something to be different. And I know that the universe has my back. So if I'm willing to stay out of the conclusion and the judgment, and somebody that this house, this acreage would like, and they say they can only afford, I don't know, 300000 and it's a yes for the acreage, it's a yes for the house, it's a yes, you know, in that way, and it's going to create more, then what I know is that we would actually have, either we'd find an acreage that, that would fit, you know, financially for where we're going, or there would be another, you know, money coming in somewhere. Like, I, I know that. And so when I get kind of caught up in the crazy of it, or sometimes, you know, hubby and I go down a conversation, which I might call this reality's conversation of, you know, A plus B equals C. It's like, no, stop. Let's stop right now. This, we don't need to even have this conversation because until we get an offer or until we find a place that we absolutely love, this conversation, all it's doing is limiting what's possible. So again, then in those moments, I tap back into the energy of the future that I'd like to create. And I know that when I walk into a house that matches that, and there's been a couple, doesn't mean just because it matches it, that has to be the one we buy, but there's been a couple that's like, ah, okay, cool. And then we ask more questions. Now, on that note, we must run to break. So I'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? 
During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about three ways to stop decaying the future you would like, which is basically three ways to create the future you would like. But the title didn't ask to be that. So um, I, you, you may or may not be aware of this, but I always ask the show. I always ask what it would like me to talk about and what title it would like. And um, sometimes it seems different than what I would choose, such as this one. But you know, maybe that would resonate more with people. Um, who knows? Anyway, so number one, the one way was to be aware, aware energetically of the future you'd like to create without the specifics, without the, the look like, what it has to look like. Just aware of that energy because that energy, at least when I started acknowledging it, what I have to say is probably a year or so after the first maestro class. Actually, yeah, was that that the second? No. No, probably about six months after the first maestro class that I really started to perceive what Gary and Dane were talking around, around the energy of things. I mean, I got it on one level, obviously, for many years, but to me, there's a whole different level of, of energy. Like, even just to be aware of when you're talking, energetically is it light is it expansive does it feel yummy or is there a heaviness because boy oh boy oh boy do you want to be aware of that because that's when you know that it's not true you know that's when you know that there's a lie attached and as a certified facilitator with access that's something that I'm so in tune to. So when somebody is talking to me in a session or a class or online class or whatever it might be, I am, I am so aware of the lie within what they're saying. And sometimes it's just an energy. It might not be that they verbalized it, but there's the energy of like, this is a lie. And I don't mean they're a liar. I just mean that they've bought something as true that actually isn't. And usually, uh, even in my own world, it's it's who does it belong to? You know, we've, we think we've got this big, huge problem. And then if we ask or have someone ask us, like, truth, is that mine? Truth, is that yours? It's 99.99999% no. And that becomes so difficult because we look and we say but no I you know let's say use my my body as an example no but I I started having extra weight when I was six and and then you know just continuously grow grew and you know had extra weight and then you know at times it's gone down at times it's gone up and and all that and so we can say but it has to be mine look look at my history I can prove to you it's mine and guess what it's not (laughs) It's not. It's, you know, yes, I've chose. I don't mean it like, yeah, but is it mine? No. So it's like really starting to recognize even the stuff that you have decided 
is yours is not yours. So everything that you've decided is yours. <sighs> we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, bounds. Now, you might get the energetic read that it is. You know, you might ask yourself, truth is this mind? It might be yes. Then what you want to look at is truth would an infinite being choose this? Because what it means that if, you know, let's say that you have extra weight too. So let's say you got a yes, that is your extra weight. Ask, truth would an infinite being choose that? So then probably a no, you know, who knows, your awareness will possibly be different than mine. So for me, that's a no. So then, okay, so what's the value? What am I getting out of this? Oh, gosh, I can fit in. I can look like my family. I can, you know, there's so many things that each person would have as a value. You just want to clear those. Because even if you get a yes, it's actually still not yours. You're, you might get a yes, but it's from, you're not choosing to be the infinite being. You're choosing to be the finite being. And, and that's not so fun. <laughs> so everywhere that you've been choosing finite instead of infinite, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. So way number two to stop decaying the future you would like is to actually start asking those questions. Truth is this choice creating the future I'd like. Truth is this choice decaying the future I would like. And then get out of the story. You know, like I was talking about with, with not going to the Maestro class in person this year. Oh, I have to. It's wrong not to. Um, you know, I was even a little bit anxious asking Dane for permission not to. Because it's like, oh my gosh, what if he says no? And, you know, and I knew it was heavy to go. So if he says no, then could I still choose not to go? And yet, I, I mean, the Maestro class to me, what being a part of that has been for me in my life and my living is is way beyond words. So, you know, if he would have said no, then would have I been willing to honestly choose not to go and follow the lightness? Like that that would have been a really interesting predicament. Um, and it wasn't even something I needed to concern myself with because I got the approval. But so it's like looking at that and getting out of the store, it's like, okay, cool, it's heavy in this 10 seconds. And that's why I say, I mean, even though this morning when I was looking at flights, um, I still knew it was a no. And yet I was still looking at flights. And I, that's okay. I know, I know what I'm doing. I know that it's just um, that I'd really, really like to be there. I really would like to be there. And I get that it's heavy. And, you know, <laughs> I don't need to know why. I just need to know that I have my own back and that I will follow that. And if in one moment it became light to go in person, I would go. So it's, it's the willingness and also the willingness to entertain my crazy with it. Like, yeah, so I want to look at flights. Who cares? <laughs> like, I don't have to make myself wrong for that. And I don't have to say, well, it's heavy, so I can't do anything else. No, I can still look at flights. I can still look at the possibilities. And if it changed, I can go. And if it, if it changed light to go, I still don't have to. You know, and this is where we're really infinite choice. Like even even when we're looking at if something's going to decay the future or create the future we would like, you still have choice. You know, sometimes people, especially again, if they've done metaphysics for for a while, then they go into, okay, well, now that that light and heavy or the awareness of yes and no, however you read it, it's probably different than light and heavy for most of you. Um, you still have choice right? I could still go to Rome next week, even if it stayed heavy. I could still go. And then guess what? Choice creates awareness. I'd find out really quickly what that heavy was. <laughs> Thing is, I've done that enough. I don't, I have no desire to create that anymore. It's such a funny, it's such a funny place, you know, because there's been so many times that I've overrode my awareness. And then, you know, even convinced myself it was a certain way. Like, oh, no, that, that was definitely heavy to do that, or it was definitely light to do that, or, you know, whatever. And, and as soon as, yeah, as soon as it's done, I have that, I go, yeah, okay, cool. I remember I overrode that. I remember it was heavy, and now, and I made it light, and, and here's what it created. Okay, note to self, next time. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying I'll never override it again. I'm just aware in this case that no, I would like, I'm, I'm so much more aware now of 
consciously choosing to create the future I desire. Like that, I don't know, there was something about these two questions when Dane, I say Dane, I don't know if it was just him. Maybe him and Gary came up with them together. I honestly don't know. I keep thinking it was Dane, but it was probably just a call I was on with him. So it could have been both both the founders of Access Together. You know, so truth is this, would this choice create the future I desire? Truth, would this choice decay the future I desire? There's something in it for me with decay the future I desire. Like, truth, what would the planet be like in five years if I choose this? Truth, what would the planet be like in five years if I don't choose this? Not as big of an impact for me as the decay. Like, as soon as I'm aware that it would decay the future, it's like, ooh. And and I have no reason why the other questions don't have that same sort of impact. And it, whatever, it doesn't matter. But um, I love using them together because that to me just it just reaffirms for me the what will create more and what won't create more and then assist me in actually choosing it so everything that brings up will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion right wrong good bad online putt box shorts boys and beyonds and it was interesting uh, a couple of weeks ago i was up at uh, it's called bright sand lake in saskatchewan and it is one of the few lakes left in within driving distance of where I live that you'd want that I would want to swim in now I'm extremely picky I want to have a clean lake I want to be able to see the bottom it's cold as fuck but um, that's good because actually then a lot of things don't grow there whereas the lake I spent my summers at when I was a young kid what's called turtle lake is gone that way so it used to be clean and clear and just over the years and years and years of people using it and having more activity on it, and of course farmers' fields and stuff, you know, blah, 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 all that, it's really changed the, the lake. And so people still swim in it and stuff, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, uh, if I can get a bloodsucker, I'm out. <laughs> like, I am out. Um, and so a couple of weeks ago, I was up at Bright Sand Lake and sitting around with my family and they were talking about buying some lots. Uh, so my one sister has bought a whole bunch of land up there. Uh, and my other sister's looking at buying, um, they bought the family cabin and they're looking at buying another lot to, to rent out and have investment like in years to come. And she just said to me, like, would that, you know, what about you buying a piece? And I was like, actually no like again it just didn't didn't it was going to decay the future I desired I was really aware of that just while we were talking and we were just talking about things and and I said you know look at Turtle Lake look at I mean there was a lake that we used to go to back in the mid 90s when I worked with clients um as a psychiatric nurse so we would take them there as an outing for an afternoon and we used to be able to swim in those lakes and they're unswimmable now. They're actually like marked. Alberta, the, the province I live in, has a map online of kind of the lakes and to the degree that that safety in terms of swimming and boating and stuff is like, whoa. <laughs> and I was just saying, you know, growing up, um, so we were at Turtle Lake and, and that was different, but mom and dad bought this cabin. I don't remember how long ago, let's say 20 years ago. And bright sand is like it often has um sandbars so if if the water's kind of low then it you have to walk quite a ways to get out well a few years ago the water you know there was quite a drought here so the water went quite low so there ended up being this kind of bizarre sandbar that became the new beach but you actually had to walk through swamp to get there so it was like the the sandbar went way above so the lake couldn't get to part of the lake anymore so from the beach out to the kind of like from walking out of the cabin to get to the actual beach to swim where it was clean you had to go through swamp because of the sandbar it had it had you know made all of this water really um separate basically so it was just still water and and warm and a lot of things could grow in there and what occurred was all of the people on the beach started to do things. They started to try to use Roundup on the weeds that were growing. And they started to, one guy actually in the middle of the night, this was always so funny to me, brought in kind of like a, I don't know what sort of equipment he brought in, but he tried to like move the sandbar. 
ah. Anyway, um, so once they saw it the next day, of course, the authorities made him change it because it's basically when you start messing with nature like that, you're you're really impacting the lake. And, you know, anything that like it's natural and all of that. And so we were talking about this and and I was like, and of course, now that my my sister and brother-in-law own the cabin, they've done some things that I would maybe not agree with in terms of the the nature in front of the cabin and behind the cabin. And, you know, so I was talking to them from that place of, you know, look at the bigger picture of you using, or I didn't say you, I didn't do that, but, you know, of people using Roundup to kill the weeds so they don't have to walk through them. Like, look at what that does ultimately to the lake. Like, it was really, it was... It was a gift to me because as I was talking, I was actually getting more of the energy of really what what that is. Like, yeah, we might go, okay, well, I've got this, um, say, this piece of garbage in my car that I just want to get rid of. So I'm just going to throw it out the window as I drive. But what about the bigger picture? And what if every vehicle on the planet or even half of them did that like how much garbage is there outside then I mean hubby goes down at least once a year at there's an approach um you know a couple of kilometers from our house that goes onto the main highway he goes down and probably gets anywhere from four to six huge garbage bags of garbage because people will often they'll either stop and just set it on the side of the road or they'll throw it out their window and it kind of all accumulates there and so it's like really look at the choice that you're making that you're going, oh, well, it's just me, so it's no big deal. Like, and, and believe me, I, 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 I've done my share, fair share of crazy with this. I have done that reasoning and justification of, um, you know, oh, well, I'll, I'll just get rid of this here. It's not that big of a deal. Well, but I didn't ask, will this create the future I desire or decay it? And, you know, I use, you know, the lakes and that, like in, in years to come, like 40 years ago, 45 years, no, not, well, yeah, definitely 45, but even 35 years ago, I was swimming in the clean lake of Turtle Lake, and it's no longer clean. So it's like, you know, if we look at what our choices are, like how busy, again, I'm talking about the lakes, because that's what we were discussing that day, but like, you know, even Bright Sand is getting so much more activity on it now with the boats and all of that, which again, that's fine. I don't have a point of view about that, except are we asking, is this creating the future I desire? Is this decaying the future I desire? You know, and and maybe it would be creating it. Who knows? I'm not saying that there's a, you know, there's a right or a wrong way or there shouldn't be boats on lakes. That's not it at all. And there, you know, some of the other people around were talking about, you know, there's a there's a couple lakes now that they've actually banned all boats and everything on. And and I think that's really cool. Because there's lakes that you can do it on. So it's like looking at like the bigger picture. Like are you are are we willing to look beyond just us? Are we willing to look at, you know, if you have kids, what about their grandkids? If you keep spraying Roundup on the weeds at the lake, will your grandkids, your great-grandkids, will they have a lake to swim in? You know, just this, the bigger picture. And that was really what I get from this question is, like, the willingness to look beyond me and beyond that moment and it might be to spray Roundup, right? I mean, I'm using a kind of an extreme example so that you get the energy of it, but, you know, there might be a time where you're standing in front of, I don't know, um, getting on getting on a bus to go to California or getting on a bus to going to New York. You want to be aware of which one would create your future and what one would decay your future, and not from the place of in that moment, right? You might have a, a love in California that you just, you know, just want to go see and spend time with, but it might be light to go to New York. Might decay your f- future to go to California, but, you know, create the future you'd like in New York. But all of those conclusions and everything say, but my love is there, my, you know, my sweetheart is there, and I must go to California, and you override it. That's fine. But again, choice will create the awareness. So once you choose it, you definitely have the awareness. 
So it's not wrong. I just love that we can have questions now that can assist us to have the awareness without having to choose it (laughs) in that respect, right? We'll still have the awareness when we choose the other way too. So everything that just brought up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, beyonds. And we are off to break. So we'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about three ways to stop decaying the future that you would like. And yeah, (laughs) so the first way was to, one, start being aware of the energy of what you'd like your future to be like. Infinite awareness. Uh, And two is start asking. Asking, you can ask just the two questions, you know, truth, will this choice create the future I would like or desire or whatever wording you like to use or truth will this decay the future will this choice decay the future I would like and then my other two favorites that I like to use with it is truth what would the planet be like in five years if I choose this truth what would the planet be like in five years if I don't choose this I like to use all four together now Um, and then if they're opposite so let's say you're like you know asking about going to California. So, you know, truth, what would the planet be like in five years if I go to California next week? Oh, that's heavy. So truth would the planet be like in five years if I don't go to California next week? Oh, that's light. Okay, so truth, what truth would choosing to go to California next week create the future I would like? Oh, that's light. Truth would going to California next week decay the future I would like? Oh, that's heavy. So then you've kind of got two separate questions that are reading opposite or different. Then just ask more questions, you know? So it's like, okay, so it would decay, it won't decay your future, but it also isn't like the planet part is, is heavy. So just ask more questions. What is this? I would also check in. Do I have points of view that I'm um, projecting? You know, so I often, right before I ask those questions, is I destroy and create all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, um, and refined judgments that I have about the choice I'm asking about. And then I ask those four questions because we will override our awareness. It will read as light when it truly is heavy based on those, on that crazy everything that brings up will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion right wrong good bad online putt puck shorts boys and beyonds all right so 
I want to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the planet. Depending on when you listen to this and where you live, uh, Friday night, which is July 28, 2017, in Leduc, Alberta, we are doing, Maureen and I are doing uh, a biomimetic mimicry swap. So you must have taken the process prior. This is only for people who know how to do it. Uh, and then we're going to be running some verbal clearings to clear the Beckamex, which is a new thing in access that I'm not going to go into detail here, uh, but it is potent. So if you're around, come on over, join us. Uh, and then July 29th and 30th, uh, I have the magic of being money, which is the combination of both of the workbooks. So the original how to become money workbook and the advanced how to become money workbook. It's over two mornings, well, depending on where you live and it's live streamed. So I've got a few people that are joining me in Sherwood Park. And then we have uh, people from around the globe that are joining too. So would love to have you play with us. You can just contact me for the link for that. Uh, and then uh, September 6th in Ottawa, uh, sweet Diane and I are going to co-facilitate bars. And then September 7th, I will facilitate foundation. Then off to Vienna, Austria, uh, October 27th, 28th, 29th for one of my brand new specialty classes, Embodying Wealth and Opulence. Then November 2nd is Foundation in London, England. Then November 24th is Foundation in Calgary. And then um, the class in Maui is actually changed, and I see that I need to take it off, but we are, we are still having a class in Maui in January, but we, I'll get the details up hopefully in the next couple weeks. I think I've been saying that for a while, but um, yeah. So the other thing is probably on August 31st, yeah, which is Monday. So again, depends when you listen to this. Uh, I will be sending out a huge retirement sale. I have all of these products and everything with my new rebrand and moving to a new web page and everything. I am not taking a ton, over 30 programs, I am not taking to my new site. So I am doing a huge retirement sale. So make sure you are on my mailing list if you want to get that. I will... I don't know if I'll be posting it around, but I will be sending it out to my email list. So if you're not on that, get on that. You can go to livinginthemagicofpossibilities.com and sign up or just message me and I'll get you the link to, to sign up so that you're part of that. All right, so let's go back to talking about the ways to stop decaying the future that you would like. And often I'll say the future that I know is possible because at least I, and I'm sure you also, energetically know that there's so much more possible. Like so much more possible. <laughs> and so, you know, are we decaying the future we know is possible or are we creating the future we know is possible? Yeah. And it eats choice, like seriously, every 10 seconds. Every 10 seconds we have a choice. Well, every second we have a choice, but you know, every being aware of, is it, is it creating it? Is it decaying it? And then the willingness to follow that. And that really is the third way, is the willingness to follow it no matter what. So the first is awareness of what you'd like to create energetically, the, uh, you know, energetic awareness of what you'd like the future to be, asking for it. And then, I mean, basically it's receiving it. And a little bit more than that is the willingness to follow that no matter what. The willingness to go, okay, doesn't make sense to me that I'm not going to Rome. Doesn't make sense that I'm missing out on all the fun. Doesn't make sense, I'm, you know, all of that crazy. And, and following it anyway. So everywhere that you've decided that things have to make sense, will you just destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then it goes to all of the, the stuff that you've probably already been aware of somewhat is like, are you willing to be the weird one? Are you willing to be the crazy one? Are you willing to be the one who's judged? Are you willing to miss out? Are you willing not to fit in? Like all of those things, because once you start following the energy, whatever that, however that looks for you, whether it's a lightness or it's a, an expansion or just a knowing, you know, everybody's awareness, how we read awareness is different. So if you're willing to follow that, 
it does look so different in your everyday life. And what you want to do is always be able to tell people what they can hear. So, um, you know, luckily with the maestro class, I don't have to do that because, I mean, Dane can hear anything, <laughs> uh, you know, but let's say it was, let's say I was doing a training, um, oh gosh, let's say I was still a psychiatric nurse and I needed to do some updating of training, then I would be willing to tell them what they could hear as opposed to what was true. Just to say it's not light for me to go. <laughs> There's not a lot of people that can hear that. So what can they hear? Maybe they can hear family. Like a lot of people can really hear family stuff. So you could say, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I need to stay at home with my children. Can I do it this class another way? Can I zoom in? Can I listen to audio or whatever? You know, what can they hear? A lot of people can hear money. I'm sorry, I don't have the money to travel there. Is there another way to do this? Even though that's not true. And what you'd want to also do with that piece is let's say you use money as the excuse is then in your head, just destroy and uncreate it. Because that's the one really cute thing about us is that often when we tell, a, and I'm using air quotes, a lie, we will then make that lie true because we've been told forever how wrong lies are. So you just want to destroy and uncreate it if, if you use something like that for people who can't hear that it's not light or that it's heavy. Now, the other thing was saying that, like, what I just like to say usually, even if people can hear it's not light, it's not heavy, whatever it is, light or it's heavy, is it just doesn't work for me. Unless there is, and there are situations where there is, you know, more information required, but a lot of times that's it. Again, with Dane, I was able to talk with him about that. But with, you know, with other people, say, even who have been studying access or other CFs or whatever, it just doesn't work for me. Then there's no story. There's no explanation. There's no nothing. With people outside of access, you may be able to do the it just doesn't work for me. And you may need to add a story. But just know that you don't need to buy it. So anywhere that you would add stories and then make that story true, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, and then it's really looking at where are you not willing to be the weirdo? Where are you not willing to be judged? You know, like if, let's say it was, it was the opposite. You know, let's say that it was super, super light to go to Maestro, to be there in person, like it was so expansive. And let's say that my nephew would have had his wedding that weekend. Yeah, then what, right? Then what do I say? And looking, I mean, there would have been so many more questions and, and I would have sat with it a long time. But let's say I asked all the questions. I sat with it for a long time and, and was being with it and it was still super light. Then what could they hear? You know, I'd, I would lose, maybe I'd lose my licensing if I didn't go to the class or, you know, whatever that might look like. And it's that willingness, that willingness to follow the lightness no matter what and be aware of what's required with the people around you with following that lightness. You know, and if they can't hear, even if they're in access and they can't hear that it doesn't work, they need a story, give them a story. Give them what's required. That, you know, we're taught that that's wrong. We're taught that we need to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So what if, you know, look at that. Like, let's say it was that situation. So I say to my nephew, oh, you know what? Um, it's actually going to create the future I desire to go to Rome and be in this class rather than be at your wedding. So yeah, just wanted you to know, like, is that even kind? Like, good grief. Um, so like, yeah, so what would be kind? Well, telling them what they can hear. If it was that way, it's not. I mean, it's, it's I will be at that wedding and I'm very excited about it. Uh, but if it was, you know, really looking at that. And I can't even tell you today for sure that if it was super light, 
to go and the, the wedding happened to be the same weekend and all of that, that I would still choose Rome. I can't say that I would. Who knows, you know, until you're really in that situation. I'd love to say, oh, absolutely, I would. And I'm not totally sure, you know, there, there's something about a wedding and, and um, yeah. So what else is possible? And the willingness to know too, like that's the other piece is that if you do go, let's say it was that situation where some think you weren't willing to say no to, even though you were aware it was gonna decay your future, um, then just be aware of that, right? Like then go to it, being aware of that and, and pod and pock the heck out of whatever comes up while you're there. so that it really is from that place of awareness, right? It's like, hey, I chose this. I knew it wasn't going to create more and I still chose it. Because sometimes, um, I'll use this as an example. Like I, I often talk as we do in Access about when we're willing to, um, you know, say nurture our body by having sex with someone outside of our relationship. And I know, I know that that's possible. I actually have no points of view about it anymore it took me many years but I got to where I'm totally cool with it and what I do know for me is the crazy that I would go to in my head after if I chose it that's what I'm so aware of for me so even if I was somewhere and I was aware that having you know sex with someone outside of you know hubby was going to create the future I desired I could probably say about 99.9% right now in this 10 seconds, I still would not choose it. It just, I know what I would do to me after. And it could be the same thing like with the wedding. Like, so if I'm not there and I tell them what they need to hear, but then what am I going to choose in my head about it after? I should have been, oh my gosh, I missed out. Or, you know, like all of that crazy. So for me, I do... I, I'm I'm willing to look, I'm going to say at the, at the bigger picture. And yeah, it might create more for my body to do that in that second, in that moment, in those whatever, 20 minutes, hour, four hours, whatever it might be. But then what's beyond that? Yeah, and I know I got to live with me. And so for, for right now, in this 10 seconds, and this 10 seconds, <laughs> and all of the 10 seconds prior that's not an option for me like that just isn't and it may change who knows I'm, I'm open to it changing um, but I also am aware of what's beyond it so sometimes there's that too you want to look at yeah might this choice right now may but then what might be choices beyond it which I mean that kind of sounds like you have to do a lot of mind fucking and you really don't just stay in the question and but you do also want to be aware of stuff like that not be like oh my gosh it's light to go and you know have sex with that person so I'm gonna go do that and who the hell cares about later and like yeah it might be light to have that but you also might want to look at what else and chances are if you're asking around like, will truth will this create the future I desire? Truth will this decay the future I desire? Chances are if you're gonna make yourself crazy after, it would read as decay. That that's you know, that's just my awareness, you know, again, stay in your awareness and and check in. You can always ask. So, you know, you can kind of do the the thing. Sometimes I'll ask this. So if I choose that, what will I be like ten minutes later, an hour later? two hours later, just to get an energetic sense of that. And I, I usually, I haven't used that a lot, but I have, if I've used it, it's to do with food. So truth body, if I eat that, what will I, what will, what will we be like after? An hour after, six hours after, 12 hours after? Because sometimes that would help me in, in not choosing something I decided I wanted, because <laughs> then I could get a sense of, say, the bloating or the heaviness or the grossness. Uh, so that would assist me. So you can ask that in the same way. Like, just, just be willing to ask questions, be willing to stay in your awareness with it. Because really, if you are willing to look at the big picture and not look at, see, I still use the terms, if you're willing to be aware of the big picture, then you'd always be making choices that are creating the future you desire. And it's that willingness to go beyond the moment, beyond the, say, the no weeds in front of your cabin for a, a season compared to having a lake you can't swim in within a couple of years, 
right? The people who are standing out there with Roundup, even though they know it's illegal and they, you know, whatever, the people who are doing it are not looking at next year or five years or 20 or 100 or 500. They're looking at this moment. And it's the willingness for us to go beyond this moment, beyond our conclusions, beyond our decisions, our willingness to truly choose now what will create the future we desire and the future that we fucking know is possible. Yeah, everything that brings up way to store and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop box, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. And what energy, space and consciousness can all of us be and our bodies be to be infinitely aware of what the choices we are choosing are creating now and in the future. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, way to store and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys and beyonds. Awesome. You have a wonderful week, sweet friends, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Mm-hmm.